What is up, my friends? My name is Lillian Hunt, and this is Writing Novels for Dummies, as told by a dummy. Um, I've been into writing for about as long as I can remember. Uh, I've written several short stories. None of them are very good and have probably been lost for years, and we're not going to go find them because they're ridiculous. But you know, that kind of got me started into writing, but what really pushed me is sibling rivalry with my older brother. Uh, he had been into writing as well. He wrote short stories with me, and, but what really pushed me is he started writing a novel, and I was like, holy crap, this is something that I want to do. Of course, I didn't do it at all. Not for a long time. Uh, He started writing this book, and I remember he got to page 60, and I was like, holy crap, you wrote 60 pages of a book? How does that even happen? And so I was just in awe of him. And I always had it in the back of my mind that I wanted to do that, but I never went to try to do it, which is ridiculous looking back at it because... Writing is fun. It's very fun. And 60 pages is not as much as it seems. But fast forward maybe two years, my brother had still not finished his book. He lost it a few times and basically got obsessed with world building. So if he ever gets back to that, it's going to be a very rich novel. I'm just going to say. Um, I got my first novel idea when I was in seventh grade. I remember it very vividly. I was sitting in um, math, algebra. I was either taking a test or notes or something like that. And all of a sudden, I had an idea. Not for a book, but of a place. It um, It was an idea of sitting in a bright, sunny place with just sand for miles like dunes and sand in your hair, sand in your face, everything. But it just seemed so calming for some odd reason. I hate sand, but I liked the idea of that. It was kind of weird, honestly. It it made me feel good. And being a recovering, um, as I was recovering from a depression episode, that was a interesting thing for me, feeling good. And so I was thinking about this and how I could develop it when all of a sudden I got an idea for a sci-fi book where a colony was landed on a planet and it was all desert. Why it was all desert, I don't know. I really cannot tell you because who knows what was happening in my mind that day, but uh, (laughs) they all were on the desert. And I was like, holy crap, this sounds like a good book idea. What can I do with this? And so I decided to split it into two parts and have another main character, except she wasn't on the planet. She was in a rocket ship. (laughs) A rocket ship coming to the planet. So that was my first novel idea. 
it came to me while I was sitting in math. And I, I think that says a lot about um, book ideas. They come from everywhere. Um, fast forward a couple of years and I'm still getting books while lifting weights. And it's kind of ridiculous, but I get the best ideas when I'm doing something else. Um, and so I'm going to give some advice for how to write out your first novel. Because uh, here's just some things that I didn't know when I started writing. And it probably could have made my book a lot better than it was. Um, my first bullet point is to make sure you have a plan before writing. I had no formative plan for this book. I sat there in math, and I was like, okay, I have a setting. I have two characters. This is enough to write a book. I can write like 100, 200 pages on it. And basically I did, but it was not very good, which is something that you should probably have while you're writing a novel. Um, so I got home and I just pulled out the computer and I started writing. I wrote the first chapter and then I wrote the second chapter and I had no idea where this was going. All I knew is that I wanted the rocket ship to land and I wanted that to be a big thing. And I did end up doing that. But after that, I had no idea what else to do. So basically... My book is a lot of half-planned-out things, which is not very good. It's not very good in the eyes of the reader. It's not very good in the eyes of publishers. It's not very good in the eyes of the writer. I knew this book was not good, but I loved it all the same. It was my favorite. <laughs> and so moving on to that, my next bullet point is don't expect your first book to be the one you publish. And that is something that you really need to get into your head when you first start writing. I thought this book that I was writing was a masterpiece. And I'm talking like top shelves, New York bestseller. It was going to be everywhere. And <laughs> so I started writing it and I was like, holy crap, this is the best. And then come back like a year later and I'm rewriting it and I'm like, I introduced this character to be a main character and then killed them off in like three pages. What is happening here? It was very messy and unorganized and it was ridiculous. So that was exciting for me to learn that my book was not a masterpiece and was not going to be published. Um, but it doesn't mean that you will never publish. I had to write three other books before I finally got into the book that I think I'm going to publish. Um, it was a long process, but I'm here now, and I will probably talk about this later in the podcast. So, and then the next bullet point, which is probably one of the more important ones, is don't give up on your book. So, I said that you're probably not going to publish your first book, but if you give up on it, how are you going to get to your second book? How are you going to get the, um, oh goodness. How are you going to get the work in that you need to be able to write a masterpiece? Um, progressively, my books got better. 
My first book was a hot mess, but my second book, I had a plan for it roughly. I had a list of ideas that I wanted to put into the book, so it had some structure. I had my main characters all planned out, and it was great, except I was still not very good at writing, so I'm not publishing that one either. And, you know, but I didn't give up on it. I finished the entire book. It... So at this point, I have two books now that are done and finished, and so I move on to my third one. And my third one, it was in a series with the first two, and so I have my characters all planned out. I have some writing talent, and that's a little bit apparent in the book, but the thing is, it wasn't something I would read. Because the third book was so different from the first two. And that is a big no-no. If it's not something you would read, it's something that you will stop writing eventually. So, the first two books were sci-fi. And, you know, that's great and all. I love reading sci-fi. That's something that I like to do. But the third book, it was still sci-fi, but it was an afterthought. So, it wasn't like aliens and fighting it wasn't anything like that it was more diplomacy (laughs) than anything and for me I don't really I didn't really like government and all that stuff when I was writing this book so I was like well what am I doing I (laughs) it was a good plan but I'm the wrong person to write this book Because diplomacy is not something that I am following, and it is not something that I read about, and it is not something that I'm interested in at this point. I've gotten more into governments um, as I've gotten older, but at this point, it was not something that I liked. So about 150 pages into the book, I quit. I was done. I was already writing another book, which I was far more interested in. But, and so I was just done. I was hitting the climax of the book, but I was done. I didn't want to continue. And that is probably one of the saddest things that have ever happened to me while writing a book. And not finishing it is something that I regret. But I cannot go back to it now because too much time has passed. And I'm out of my character's heads. I am out of the mood of the book and you know it's just too different now I can't go back without like having to rewrite the entire series and it's something that I'm really sad about um the next thing that I want to cover is you need to write something manageable if it's your first book don't shoot for a 400 page novel you're gonna give up You're going to be like, holy crap, after you hit like 100 pages, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I am never finishing. It's ridiculous. It's like running, okay? If you're going to start running, do you start running by signing up to go on a marathon? No. You would like drop out after maybe two to six miles. You would be dying. You would probably die. And... (laughs) That is not something that you want to do for yourself. If you start out running, you want to start running um, 
first of all, not in races, because, yeah, that's not something you want to do. You would start running by running, like, a mile, a mile and a half to maybe three miles, and then build on that. You get your endurance up, and then you start running six to eight Sorry about that, my recording cut out, so that's something fun. Um, what I was saying is you need to write something manageable, like 100 pages for a book. If I went in and wrote 400 pages on my first book, I would have definitely not finished it at all. I, I did write 300 pages, but I also wrote it on like a 14 font setting, and so... That didn't work out very well for a long book. And especially, I didn't get into detail with describing things, so I don't even know if I could fill 400 pages of writing at that point. Um, But the next thing you need to do is you need to tell people about your writing. If you tell people about their writing, they will ask questions. And when they ask questions, you will need to answer them. Um, They will nag you to continue writing your book. They will keep reminding you. And they, I'm just going to say this one time, they will want to put their ideas in your book. And sometimes that's a good thing. Um, If you hit writer's block, which is very terrible for everyone, writers all around the globe, if you hit writer's block, they can give you ideas that can help you get out of it. Telling people about your writing is very necessary because they will help you stay on your writing schedule. That being said, if you have a writing schedule, stick with it. I do not do well with my writing schedule. It is awful. (laughs) But, um, you know, it works for some people, not for me. I just kind of write when I feel like it and hope that I get my book done. (laughs) in a relatively short period of time, but, you know, sometimes that doesn't work for everyone, and that's okay. That's okay for people, but, and the last thing that I want to say is people will offer criticism. They will always offer criticism. Not everyone will like your book. Not everyone will like the aspects of your story, and that is okay, because, Constructive criticism is one of the best things that you can have. If you have people saying, I don't like this about your book, you can decide whether or not you want to heed what they say. If they tell you that that your character is bland, that is something that you can easily fix by giving them an interesting backstory or a secret um, past or like a superpower or something like that, you can make characters interesting. If they just say, oh yeah, I'm not into um, whatever genre you're writing, well, obviously you can't heed that. That's something that you are just going to ignore and say, sorry about that, but I'm keeping this the way it is. So, you know, it just, people help you make your book better readers know what they're looking for 
And sometimes writers don't know because they get so wrapped up in this is so perfect, my book, nothing is wrong with it. It is beautiful. Writers get so wrapped up in their own heads that they don't see that their character needs work or that their plot needs work or that their setting needs work. But readers do see that because they are not as invested in this. I spend months at a time writing books and I get, I will have to admit that I do get attached to my book and it is hard for me to accept criticism, but it's just some something that needs to happen because criticism is how your book gets better. Um, that being said, that's the end of today's segment. I will see you next Saturday for the next one.